one on anybody, so. One of the things that you may get this impression of in life with people, especially spiritual teachings that aren't so uh, developed, in my opinion, and I'll, I'll go into why I think that is, is this idea that all you need is X, you know, awareness or whatever. Um, the, the best example I know of is the example of awareness, right? Another, another example is, is love, in my opinion, too, to a certain extent, but for different reasons. <clears throat> but in this episode, I wanted to go into the example of awareness, because you, you can hear this, you can, you can get stuck in this uh, idea that awareness is enough to gain you enlightenment, to gain you whatever it is that people think awareness is, but it's not enough. It's not going to be enough because it, it may, in some ways, help you to gain some measure of knowledge and understanding and, and maybe even gain enlightenment. But that's. Even. Uh, well, I'll go into that later. Um, so it may gain you that. It may. It may not. Right? But. Even if it does, which I might go into later why I don't think that is necessarily true, but even if it does, there's still the problem of being kind yourself and being uh, not even just conned by other people, but conned by yourself. Because one of the traps that I really noticed that spiritual teachings and teachers especially can fall into is this I'm enlightened trap. And you hear this all over the place where they make this argument that like if you are truly enlightened as an enlightened teacher, you would not be greedy and evil and all these things. and And... My my first thought is that, well, that's the no true Scotsman th- fallacy. That's a fallacy that you're doing right there. Um, and even if that's true, right, the problem is that you don't know who's actually enlightened and who's not. Just because somebody tells you that, it doesn't mean it's necessarily true. They may believe that they even aren't, but they aren't necessarily. And they aren't, and because they're not, they're not going to be the most honest with you. But even going beyond this, awareness is not enough for many reasons to understand things in life. Um, And this, this, this understanding is something that you get when you have a very simple outlook. This is what happens when And I've noticed this is a big problem that spiritual people do when they start listening to teachings and understandings about enlightenment and spirituality and all these things. They start, like, trying to group everything into this one thing. In, like, a weird way, it's hard to explain exactly what happens, but, like, 
um, what they do is like, they'll do this thing where, so it, it, it's, it's kind of subtle, right? Because when you're in stage turquoise or pretending to be turquoise, what I've noticed will happen is that you will have a, a very kind of unified um, understanding of things. And to a large extent, that's actually helpful. But because most people aren't in that state, or because perhaps you're not in that state in, in a very developed way, it, it um, creates a very simplistic and even uh, naive and... Uh, I wouldn't even use the word inaccurate worldview within yourself. So, this is a very deep and dark topic because I, I, I wasn't sure I wanted to do this for a while because it's such a uh, unusual topic. And I will go into the uh, deeper reasons why. But I want to go first into some very simple understandings of why this is true, why awareness is not enough. So, <clears throat> let's take a situation where so let's think about this logically. So what would a person do if he, if he really wanted to con you, right? He wouldn't be overt with it. He would be very sly with it. He would even probably pretend to be, you know, a good person. He'd pretend to be on your side and different things. Um, and if you did not think critically about it, if you were, like, stuck in System 1, I'll talk about System 1 versus System 2. System 1 is, like, a very kind of automatic, impulsive system. In your, in your brain like it makes the fast decisions like what is one plus one equal the answer is two right and you know in a good amount of cases I think for like very simple things system one is a good thing it, it works it's useful but one of the big problems that you you will run into is that system one has a lot of flaws in its judgment it's very implicit um, has a lot of implicit uh, assumptions in it that makes up its very uh, existence in a lot of ways. From what I've noticed, there's a lot of like what people call heuristics in them. Um, and because of those heuristics, it creates a lot of flawed judgments. And so you see this con artist. And if you... If he, if he is, you know, charming and persuasive in a certain way, he might persuade System 1 to give away your money. And so if this con artist pretends to be a certain person, like, oh, I'm a spiritual person, I can help you become enlightened, I can help you do all these things, you will listen to this person. And just because most people tend to, from what I've noticed, not really be very good at critical thinking in many cases. Because they do tend to listen too much to their intuition, which is an episode I want to do an episode. I want to talk about how you you should need balance your intuition with critical thinking, which, which is a very important skill. But because they don't do that, it ends up backfiring, backfiring on them and they 
end up losing a lot of money and nothing, getting nothing in return. Because it's system one is active and, and you're not using system one or system two. And so system two is like the slower, more thorough, more accurate in many cases form of thinking. Um, and by the way, this took me a long time to realize as well. I mean, I already, always knew this in, two, in some way, but I didn't exactly know why or even how deep this goes because it's not really something that you're, you're, you're taught. And this is one of the big problems with a lot of the spiritual teachings is that you, you don't really get a lot of the critical thinking aspects within it. It's rare to see any of that at all. And when it happens, oftentimes, a lot of that same critical thinking aspects are ignored when it comes to your own teachings and what I mean by this you get you get certain channels and I don't want to name names or anything because I don't really think it's that important but there are certain channels who are who and who will tell you critical to use critical thinking but will not use it and in in, uh, in their own ways on their own sp- spiritual teachings on themselves or at least not strong enough to see their own problems better than most people in the spiritual community but not necessarily the most accurate or even the best in my opinion but better than most as far as that goes so there is that right there are some who are better than others in that way and so you can get very uh, deluded into believing these over, overly simplistic ideals like, oh, love is enough. All you need to do is just love everybody or all you need to do is just observe everything all of the time. Just become aware there's something else you need to do. You don't need to think. You don't need all that stuff, right? But... That's just wrong. It's completely wrong, and awareness is not enough. Especially in cases like con artistry and things like this, because what I've noticed and what I've become aware of in cases like this is that you're <clears throat> when you when you see these simplistic arguments and you don't question and you don't ask wait is this actually a good idea and you think about it hard and you think about it logically and, and realistically that's the phrase I want, to, I want to stress here is realistically you can become blind to your own to these uh, spiritual people to the teachings and to all this stuff to such an extent that you stop thinking critically which is not a good idea um, because many, not all, maybe not even most, but a good number of them, w- people in the world will take advantage of you in that state. And perhaps even people who claim to be spiritual will take advantage of you in that state. So, um, that's one level of why this is true. The other level has to do more with the basic, uh, understanding of this and I might do a deeper kind of dive on this because 
there's a big imbalance in my opinion between intu- intuition and uh, what you could call thorough thinking or you know, system one versus system two in other words and in this kind of community and typically intuition is looked at over critical thinking in many cases and because that's true it ends up causing you problems it causes ends up making you blind and it makes you very uh one-worlded in a way so it's hard to explain how this works but what i've noticed is that because we can have these experiences of whatever it is, oneness or divinity or whatever it is that you experience, if you aren't then thinking critically afterwards and going, okay, this doesn't apply to everything, you can start to make this jump between this experience equals reality and equals everything. And then you can start to do this thing where you sort of lose sight of critical critical thinking you lose sight of your your mind honestly your mind is the most important tool in a lot of ways um, and it's ignored in these kinds of kinds of communities it's, it's it's a sad thing it's very sad because when the mind is ignored in this way it often leads you to make bad judgments, make overly simplistic statements that aren't necessarily true, things like this. So, (laughs) there's so many uh, examples I could go into, and and I've done many videos on, or many episodes on these different examples. But, to give you just a, a simple understanding why awareness is not enough or why love is not enough or whatever for the first example of awareness because that's what we're talking about here we can go into love in another episode um so let's say you're in a situation right let's say then something happens How will you respond with awareness? So if it's simple, it's it's going to be an easy answer. You know, I can respond in this way. It's going to be very simple, right? But if it's more difficult, if there's more that's involved, you know, you could make very bad decisions because your system one is going to be taking over from from you and you're not really going to be able to think critically about the decisions you're making which could cause you to, you know, have all kinds of problems happen to you. And so, you must understand that awareness is very important, but it is not enough. It is not enough to help you and protect you and to give you enlightenment or whatever it is that you think it's going to give you. Maybe it'll give you that, right? But enlightenment is not this 
there's this weird thing that I've noticed happens in, in these kind of spiritual communities where if you look at like most spiritual videos you'll see that pretty much every most of the channels I've, I've seen most of the uh, spiritual understandings the techniques the uh, this idea of enlightenment or whatever there's different terms for different uh, spiritual understandings you can use the word enlightenment some people use the word you know moksha or whatever there's different terms it's not just enlightenment you know there's like like divine unity things like this these things are like an end-all be-all term they use these terms in like such a very simplistic and overly uh, end-all be-all-ish way that you may see that and go oh that's what I must do and once this happens this happens and so it fills in these things in your mind so it's not necessarily that the teachers themselves are telling you that, but they give you that impression because you don't necessarily think critically about, wait, well, what happens afterwards, right? Of course, that's, a, that's the whole problem with your life in a lot of ways is that you don't think about the afterwards. Um, your mind does that with everything, but especially I've noticed it does it with spiritual things. It will do this thing where it's like, oh, you enlightenment, is the everything and once that happens you know there will be nothing else to do and i don't have to worry about life anymore all this stuff um <laughs> but it's just not true and that's why it's important to be to have critical thinking to be able to use the mind because it's not some bad thing that you can sometimes get this impression that you that from different people who teach spirituality that it's some bad thing they don't necessarily say that, but they give you that impression by their words and by the impressions they give you. And if you don't think about why that may be false, you fall into that, you will start to lose any kind of real edge that you have. Of course, there's the other side of this where... What you can do is you can use the mind too heavily and the mind is uh, taking over awareness to where like <clears throat> you can become aware of like let's say you're reading a book or whatever but then the mind takes over for like a minute or two when you're reading or listening to an audiobook or whatever and you totally miss what was happening that's the opposite end of this right and this is why I'm telling you that awareness is not enough. You cannot make your way to awareness or make your way to any kind of, to a certain extent you can with certain things, like I said, but most a good amount of things that are you, you can't do it with for various reasons. Going back to system one and system two. And whoever tells you that it's that's not true is either deluding themselves or deluding you for various reasons. And this is one of the big problems is that you cannot make these kinds of end-all be-all statements. I try not to do this because it is a very bad idea because what it ends up doing is it, it ends up creating 
a sort of cult-like mindset, a dogmatic mindset. It's like, oh, you don't know about this, and you don't know about, you know, all these different things that you can reach, and once you reach them, it's like, there's nothing else you have to do, and all these things, right? Even if that's true, right, even if I take all of this face value, what happens afterwards? What is still there? Life is still there. Everything is still here despite all of that, even if it's here or not here. And so you can still be taken advantage of. You can still be um, lost because of bad thinking or error, erroneous thinking. And so, enlightenment or no enlightenment, you still need the mind, in my opinion. You cannot do without the mind. Um, and this is where I differ from most of these other people because, well, there's many reasons why I differ, right? One of the big ones is that I don't pretend to be some expert in the first place. I don't pretend to be like some person who knows everything. Oh, I know everything about how to do this. And I don't pretend to, and because of that, I don't charge anything for any of these things that I tell you. Because I want people to, to look and go, oh, wait, that makes sense. If you're only getting like part of what I'm saying because I'm charging something and and not everybody's going to be able to afford what I'm charging, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. And you're going to get a misleading impression of what I'm saying. And so... (laughs) This is why it's important to be able to think critically... Don't let anybody tell you differently because the mind, if it wasn't for the mind, we wouldn't have the things that we have. I mean, we have things that 2,000 years ago would sound like magic. You know, like vaccines, we we have very few diseases compared to what we had 2,000 years ago, 1,000, even 100 years ago. Um, you know, a lot of things are a lot different. Like, technology is, is created because of things like the mind. You know, things are a lot easier, a lot simpler. But because of that, also, we have been able to be uh, diluted a lot more in that way. So, this is part of where this is coming from, too, because this this is coming from a different time. You have to remember that this is coming from a time where you are living in the world. You're not living with these these technology things, these phones and you know all these things that are like flashing at you and making all these noises. Um, you're living probably like you know back in those days when they were doing whatever they were doing spiritually or whatnot. They were probably in you know the outdoors and they had to do whatever they had to do and so they this made very little difference to them uh anyways like 
whether they're enlightened or not, they still knew that this was true. But because it's easier now to be deluded because of these technology things and because of the sheltered-like quality of society nowadays, we have to be on alert in a sense. I think it's always true, but I think it's even more true now. And so, awareness is not enough. Enlightenment is not enough. And honestly, to be honest with you, I've come to this point where I've understood that, like, you cannot, like, I've come to this point where it's like, you you almost have to come to the point eventually where, and this is kind of something that I haven't really heard about from any other kind of teachings or any teachers or anything, but what I've really become aware of and what I've come to this point of is not really caring about going to some eventual goal of enlightenment. Any kind of technique or understanding that I've ever given you on these, cha- these this channel, especially within the last couple of months or whatever, have, mo- have more to do with a sort of spontaneous knowledge than it has to do with anything else. And this spontaneous knowledge was kind of like, I made more sense out of that knowledge once I looked at it deeper and I go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because I don't attempt to be more than what I am doing right now. If I'm, and so give, to give an example, if I am angry or annoyed or whatever, I am angry and annoyed, that is part of life. If I were to separate life from life, I would say, no, this is bad. I should be enlightened as a person. I should be a better person. I should be something different. I should be something that I'm not. Um, and that's kind of unusual. You don't really hear anything like this from these other types of people. It's not like they don't tell you this. I think the problem happens is when people start to like immortalize the words of, of, uh, these kinds of people. And then once that starts happening, you start to get these like pedestals put up and then they put all these teachings and uh, understandings of, of enlightenment and all these things and on a pedestal and go, oh, this is something I must look up to like a god, you know. Um, but that's never been, I don't think that's ever really been, for the most part, something that's been advised at all by any spiritual teacher. If anything, they've often seemed to advise the opposite to a certain extent. Not necessarily like degrading enlightenment, but not putting it on a pedestal either. And so, when it comes to awareness, the question is, are you, is the question is, are you aware? Or should you only focus on awareness or observe the thoughts and what all these things that people tell you? It's why are you doing this? What's the point? And how do you discern between, because it's one thing to observe your thoughts 
but it's another thing to uh, distinguish. I've talked about insight bundles before, where basically what ends up happening, and this is one of the problems too, this is where a lot of this comes from, honestly, in my opinion as well, is that an insight will come, and it looks like one insight, when really it's like a bunch of insights at once. A hundred thousand insights at once, but it's all in one. And so, because it hasn't really been thought through thoroughly, looked at thoroughly, and, you know, seen through properly enough, it's, the insight is kind of like half-formed, even though it's all actually already all way, all there. You just have to look through it properly. And so, what's really, what you really need to do is use awareness properly. And that requires, in my opinion, a kind of th- critical thinking process. Um, so, to give you a, a sort of simple example of this. So, let's say you have the insight of like, you know, we must accept what is and things like this, right? So, normally the person would just look at that and go, okay, let me try to do this. But what you could do, and this might sort of deepen the insight and make it stronger, make it more uh, applicable, is you, you ask the question, how, why, why do this, how do this, how do you do this? Um, or you kind of look into the inside itself. It's kind of like looking into the structure of it. Uh, there's a thing you can kind of do where w- when you observe your thoughts, typically when people think of this term, observe your thoughts, they think of it in terms of like observe the sounds in their head. Maybe their minds are, mind is a voice and they're hearing the voice or they're seeing it as images. But what you can actually do is become aware of the sensation of the thought beyond the uh, the voice or the image or the pictures that make up the thought you could become aware of the sensation of the thought it's like a uh, almost like a solid feeling sensation in your in your head and in that way you can kind of like look at this insight from different ways like oh what does this mean you know without like speculating without trying to go too deeply into thoughts because it is about awareness but it's about using awareness you have to like direct it in a way that works um and you know perhaps using the mind as well using thoughts using problem solving and whatnot too but in my opinion it is the bulk of this is about awareness but not all of it the bulk of it is about actually the bulk of it isn't even about using awareness it's about using awareness properly it's about using awareness uh what's the word i'm looking for here critically i guess you could say um but that takes a little bit of uh, time to explain. I might actually do an episode on that because it's something that it's 
probably not missed in a lot of cases because most people don't really even know how to do this for very much in the first place. And so you might want to learn how to sort of direct awareness properly. But, so, you can start to like, basically what you do is you, you mold the inside over. You notice it. You become aware of it. Um, and you can ask questions about it and you can like think about it in your head. Um, but there's different, there's different things you can do as well that is more, uh, useful in some ways. Like you can observe like yourself when you're not accepting and observe yourself when you are accepting and put in put that into context with the uh, insight and things like this so it's not always about thinking it's also about using awareness in a, a, a sort of critical way you could use the word critical awareness because you can because the mind the mind is not uh, people think that the mind is like the, the ego right people say use this word mind and ego synonymously but they're not the same thing honestly um the the mind is uh what you could call a sort of vehicle and the ego is in many cases the driver unless you've learned to observe the ego and then you you know, you, you notice that the mind is now driving itself and whatnot but the mind is a, a sort of what you could call an intelligent field surrounding your body. And this intelligent field is, is conscious and unconscious at the same time. And so, I think there's different levels to this, right? At, on, on one level, that intelligent field can take the form of thoughts, but that's almost second order um, in a lot of ways. Right, because thoughts have to mean something before they are thought, you know. Because typically thought is like a word or an image. And a word and an image is something that you have to learn when you're younger. But how do you learn those things? You learn them because of awareness, but awareness is not really a, a sharp uh, thing. You know, one of the things that's really interesting about awareness is that it is something that has to kind of be like trained because oftentimes awareness is very fuzzy. And if you don't use the mind properly with awareness, it makes the awareness very fuzzy and you're not really able to pay attention properly to what you're uh, looking at. And so the mind is kind of like intelligent awareness mixed together. At its ultimate level, in my opinion. And so... The reason why I tell you that awareness is not enough... Is because... Typically when we use this word awareness... We use it in a very... Uh, simplistic way. We use it in a way that's like... Just observe... Your, your thoughts. Or observe your breath. Or observe... The noises around you. Or whatever... But that's a very dull level of awareness in a lot of ways. It's very fuzzy compared to what you could actually use, how you could actually use awareness. Um, 
it's hard to explain, but you could actually go much, get much sharper with your awareness to where, to, to such an extent to where you can focus on something that normally would take thoughts to understand like a book or whatever but it makes sense to you only using awareness so a sort of crude but uh, good example of this is sort of when you focus on something typically there's two basic ways to do this in my opinion the first way is kind of the more general way you just focus on like one thing like your breath or your thoughts the other way is you can notice all of these things but then you focus on just one of these things in particular that's a, that's a very simple but even that's a very simple example but even that is still very fuzzy compared to what I'm talking about at this level at this level, you're actually able to kind of do it at a kind of, kind of deeper, more intelligent level. Um, and so it, it requires a kind of melding of uh, the intelligent field with awareness. Of course, I think these things are already uh, united, but because we, we don't really think of awareness in the terms of senses of intelligence, we don't realize that they are united already. And so that's why I'm trying to explain it here, because typically when you use this word, it's, it's it, and probably when you observe something, it's in a very fuzzy way, it's not very concrete. Um, and you're going to be like, probably one of the reasons why you're going to be fading in and out of, of awareness too, because you're not focused heavily enough on it or you're not focused on it in a way that is uh you know very intelligent so to speak i'm not saying that you're not intelligent i'm saying that awareness can be very dull and so you have to like learn how to sharpen it and at first that's going to take a little bit of a lot of thinking you're going to have to think a lot more. You're going to have to learn how to sharpen your thinking tool. In my opinion, that's what it requires at first. Eventually, there will be a point where you don't really even have to do that as much. And what, what I mean, sharpen your thinking tool. I don't mean think randomly. See, the problem with these terms, awareness and thinking, is that they're, they're so broad and undifferentiated that they create fuzzy intelligence. You know, when, when somebody tells you to think about you know, the earth or think about something, it's in a very general way. Um, unless you're saying something like, think about what one plus one equals. Um, and so because of that, you're going, when, when you get these kinds of instructions, you're, it's it's going to make your awareness very fuzzy. It, it's 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 the best way of, I can I can explain of how this works, and so what you have to learn how to do is to sort of sharpen 
your thought process, your, your thinking ability, which is what kind of critical thinking is about, and then sharpen your awareness ability at the same time. That's just what it requires. This is both doing both at the same time in many ways um, because you have to use both. You have to sharpen both in this way. And eventually over time, what ends up happening is that you start to become better at uh, knowing what is uh, generally correct. Not necessarily completely correct or even all the way correct, but generally correct. And generally is uh, going to work versus what isn't going to work. And that's one of the reasons why I like uh, Actualize.org, because he's actually very good at kind of helping you to do that. That's one of the real reasons why I like his uh, channel, because what he's been able to do, and it's actually very amazing, is he's able to sharpen your awareness with, like, these episodes that he does. That eventually creates a, a sharpened awareness. If you if you do this, some of the things that he tells you to do sometimes... Not all the episodes, but a good number of them that are based on, like, thinking critically, things like this, and uh, whatnot. I might do, I might share some of the episodes in the future, but, you know, when you do those things more often and more, uh, correctly and concretely, you sharpen your intellect and your awareness. But <coughs> awareness in the sense of just observing your thoughts by it by itself is not enough. Or awareness in the sense of just by observing your breathing, all such stuff is not necessarily enough. Um you do, in a sense, need more than this, in my opinion. Now, I could often, I could honestly be wrong about this, wrong about this, but I don't really think so because I've seen how this this kind of like uh, end all be all kind of thinking and uh, phrasing causes problems, and this is what this does. And like a lot of these people will get stuck in this, and it it doesn't really help them that much, and it can definitely cause you a lot of problems. And that's why I try to be more concrete as much as possible. Uh, and admittedly, in the, from the beginning of this podcast, it was not happening. It was very much fuzzy, like I'm talking about. Like, if you look at some of the beginning episodes of this podcast, it was very fuzzy. It was uh, very general stuff. Because... I was still very much in the beginning stages of doing this. And one of the real, real fuckers in this, uh, one of the real big uh, kicks in the ass when it comes to this is that the even when your awareness is sharper and your mental, mental intelligence becomes sharper, there, your level of communication is still fuzzy in a lot of ways. And what I mean by this is like, there's this weird thing that happens where you may become very sharp in a lot of ways, but because for some reason the 
mental communication faculty, uh, the, the physical communication faculties are not as sharp in certain ways. The communications are going to be very fuzzy that are coming out of your mouth. And your thoughts as well, to a certain extent. And so, one of the things I think this podcast helped me to do over time is to help me to sort of sharpen that as well, which also helped sharpen this as well in other ways. And so, one must learn how to sharpen our intellect and our awareness. And one of the one of the best ways I've learned how to do this is by making these kinds of distinctions um, and nuances like this. This whole episode is based on making distinctions. You know, any kind of insight bundle you have, you have to make those distinctions between these different insights. Because oftentimes the insights are so bundled together that it, it creates a very fuzzy and indistinct uh, pattern and understanding that you have to now like look at it and separate and once you separate enough of them you could eventually put them put the pattern back together in a way that fits and works together but they have to be separated first that's the unfortunate part of this and that takes a little bit of work and time because there's a lot of fuzziness that's involved (laughs) so that's going to cause you a lot of problems but it is what it is. So uh, I will end this here. This is a very long episode. I hope you got some kind of uh, understanding from this and some kind of benefit from this. Hope this helps you to sharpen your awareness and intellect skills. And I will try to be doing deeper episodes on how to do this because this is, this is my whole point of this this podcast in a lot of ways honestly is my whole point almost indirectly was to uh my own uh, to to sharpen my own intellectual and awareness skills of course it wasn't the original intent but it, it, it did sort of evolve out of it and it became something that happened because of the the episodes that I, I was doing not necessarily because I wanted to do that but it did become something that I wanted to do, which then sort of meant that I was able to start doing this more directly. And once you can start doing this more directly, um, the process becomes a lot easier and simpler. So anyways, hope you enjoy this episode, even though it is very complex and uh, kind of hard to explain. And I'll talk to the next one.